Oh, I've been waiting for this moment. I've been waiting for this moment since mid-season. When everybody finally comes out of their matrix-induced slumber to realize, to be red-pilled, to realizing that the Giants are trash. They're complete trash. Serenade me, sweet Oscar the Grouch. Sing it for me. Let Jason Belt know. No, let Jason frickin' Belt know that the Giants are trash. Let's start the show. Anything ragged, I rotten or rusty. Welcome to the Fourth and Short Podcast. You're thinking it, and we're saying it. Here are your hosts, Jason, Matt, and Trent. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the most glorious fourth and short episode of the year. It is I, the self-proclaimed cheesehead of the South, Matthew Peterson, along with me. I don't have a co-host. I have a nondescript man in a bland gray hat wearing sunglasses and a black trench coat who looks like he's hiding from something. Who is this? Introduce yourself, please. Hello. My name is the New York Giants fan in denial. Mm. Why why are you dressed this way, New York's fan in denial? Because I don't want to admit that I had an incredibly bad opinion. Oh, yes, you did. It looks like you may even be in, shall we say, witness protection. Yeah, I don't want anybody to know that I exist. In fact, if I had enough money, I would have gotten my voice changed too. Mm. Terrible. But you have no money because you probably... Bet it all, along with your incredibly dumb opinions on the New York Giants football team, didn't you? Uh, I really racked my brain trying to figure out a way to avoid what is happening right now and what is probably going to happen. No, what is assuredly going to happen for the rest of this evening. I tried to figure out a way around it. But you know what? I came down to it and realized that I'm just going to be the bigger man and admit that sometimes we're just wrong. Sometimes we just have bad opinions. Sometimes, Matt, things don't work out the way that they are supposed to. And yes, the Giants are trash for now they are after trash. this weekend they are trash you want to know how trashy their situation is how trashy the situation is now they're stuck they did not pick up daniel jones's fifth year option so now if they want to keep him which would be a stupid thing either a they have to sign him to a long-term deal which would be stupid or b they're gonna have to uh use the franchise tag on him and pay him what the the average of the top five uh, quarterbacks. So they're gonna pay him an exorbitant amount of money to be a subpar quarterback, to be a Joe Flacco who runs. Okay, that's the situation. Oh, 
and they're also on the hook for paying for half their offensive line and Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley is 25 years old, which means that he gets one big contract before he hits 30, right? One big five-year contract-ish. Correct. So they are going to back the Brinks truck up to Saquon and pay him, and then they're stuck with Danny Dimes because at least they could probably get him cheap because he's, what did we say, trash. That's the current situation of the New York football giants. I don't know. I, I would, this is like one of those moments in a TV show and a movie where everything freezes. And I look at the camera and, and say, you're probably wondering how we got here because I don't know how I got here. Like I'm wearing a Pittsburgh Steeler fat uh, hat. I am the self-proclaimed Steeler fan. And yet I'm getting roasted. I'm getting dragged over the coals because of a take for the Giants. Why in the world? Because you have <sighs> dumb takes for dumb. No, 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 no. You were a, I'm not you were a Vikings you. fan all year long. And then you became Matt. a Giants fan for the rest of the year. I'm this not faulting you. you. I'm not faulting you. I'm asking myself, why? How did I get to the... How in the world did we get so low that I am literally being crucified? Not for a take about my own team. Not for a take about even a team in my own division. Heck, not even a take about a team in my own conference. Okay. You want to know wow. the difference between you and I, Jason? Let me tell you the difference between you and I. Oh, Have please tell me. Please tell me before we I'm drop move some on. knowledge on you. Please spit I back. also had a hype train team that lost in the same round as the New York football giants. Why am I not being crucified right now? Here's why I'm not being crucified. Everybody sees the potential and the long-term success that's about to arrive for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Everybody can see how they started the year just abysmally and really got their act together. None of the same can be said for the Giants. Everybody still doesn't see where they're going. They're wallowing around to the, in the middle-slash-bottom of their division. Okay, Yes, their division was above average this year, but they're still wallowing around in there with no clear future and no clear direction. Okay, that's the difference between you and me. I hitch my, my my cart to a horse that's going places. You hitch it to somebody who's getting lost in the subway system underneath New York. That's the difference. <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of other differences between you and me, but when we're talking about this, yes, that's exactly where we stop. So, all right, well, we need to talk about all these games. I'm going to learn what crow tastes like, even though I've already been eating it. Since that game ended, since that game started, let's no, just be honest. Since that game started. Since that game the started. The first drive, you went, yep, this game's over. Yep, pretty much. But uh, we do need to talk about the rest of these games. Unfortunately, we are not able to be joined tonight by the Crimson Cowboy. He is otherwise... We're talk about him, though. In, in, ...indispensed right now. Uh, but, uh, yeah... I, I but I, I think he's he's laughing just like all other sane cowboy fans are like the rest of us about what happened. A little bit expected it to happen. Uh but uh, we'll talk about that game too. But we do have yeah, some awards to give how out. It happens. It's well, it's how it happens every year. So divisional round awards coming right up. First and ten. Matt, go ahead and kick us off. 
All right, so we are going to start off with our shorties and our shefties. We're going to give some awards. Uh, let me go ahead and start with my shefty. We're going to play their shefties. Oh, I feel like I'd rather start with that. I hate that guy. I would like to give an honorary shefty to Jason Frickenfelt for trying to believe in the Giants and doubting the Eagles, okay? I don't know why you would ever try and believe in a team that has a quarterback who throws for almost single-digit touchdowns and has 17 games, and he came and like put up 3,000 yards. I think he actually might have put up 3,000 yards just barely this year, but he doesn't normally, okay? Out of his four years in the league already, half of them he hasn't even put up 3,000 yards, all right? Why you would believe in this blows my mind, but you did, so congratulations, have a Shefty. I would also like to give a Shefty to everything that happened in the last two minutes of the San Francisco-Dallas <laughs> game, okay? Yes. Starting with Elijah Mitchell for not just dropping on yes. the ground and ending the game, yes. okay? Yes. There's the first Shefty. Second Shefty goes to whoever that was in defense who couldn't sack Dax Prescott in the end zone for a safety and end the game. Oh, yeah. Bounced right off of him, okay? That's Shefty number two. Shefty number three goes to Dalton Schultz for lazily catching oh, the pass and not goodness. dragging his toe across the ground. Okay, what that's Shefty number disaster. three. Shefty number four goes out to whatever the heck that play call was that yes. they ran on the very last play that has Zeke lining up at center and, <laughs> and not blocking anything. And my fifth Shefty goes to Zeke for getting face planted into the dirt and steamroll. Okay, those are all five Shefties that are going to the last two minutes of that disastrous ending to the San Francisco Dallas game. That was, and 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 you thought last year's ending was bad. This was abysmal. That was that was a cluster. So that was definitely well for my Shefty. Ironically enough, I am also giving it to myself for trying to believe in the Giants and doubting the Eagles. I think I should probably give it to myself more for doubting the Eagles. Because I've doubted them all year. I have not necessarily believed in the Giants all year. This was more like a late season thing. But I have doubted the Eagles all year. I said from the beginning that they were going to be the team like last year's Arizona Cardinals, go on a huge run, and yet they were going to come crashing down at the end of the season. What happened this year? They went on a huge run. I wouldn't say they crashed at the end of the season, but there were certainly some doubts there with Jalen Hurts' injury going into the playoffs. They proved yesterday that they are ready to ball, at least against inferior uh, competition yes. like the Giants and, and the Giants are inferior like they had no yes. business there the Vikings didn't have any business there either we correct the inferiors battle out I mean what does that say about the Vikings what does that say about the Vikings oh <laughs> well I mean well look at that they were they were not favored to win against the Lions or the Packers in, the, right. in at the end of the season both these teams with sub 500 records and the Vikings like everybody's like yeah they're gonna lose and they did uh uh, was the oh you almost swayed me if you remember last week you're sitting here going no the Giants the Giants and I was like I oh, did maybe. I did <laughs> but I pulled my head out of my butt and I was like no, <laughs> no. this is the Giants who've been ripping on all year they're not good and then it I wasn't the Giants it was honestly it wasn't really the Giants it was more or less there's so many there were questions about the Eagles yes, I mean you have to were. admit that there no I admit that and that's that's why I was I think on the fence there. Right. For, for just a half second. I was like, mm, maybe actually. Uh, I think it's because of how goodness. the Eagles, 
if if the if if the Eagles didn't play so poorly in that last game, yes, everyone would have doubled down on the Eagles all day. But they oh, did yeah. play poorly. So yeah, but they look great. Uh, this is going to be an epic championship game. I hope. I hope. It's I. Uh, we'll wait till my picks. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll wait till we get there. I'll explain it. All right. Uh, I want to give an honorary uh, Shefty uh, echoing yours to just for that last play. I mean, you brought up great points. All of those people and plays deserve Shefties in the last two minutes of that game. And even honestly, before the last two minutes, when the Cowboys were just kind of wandering up there with the punt team. Instead oh, I of, forgot about that. That's another one. Yeah. yeah they needed to punt and they spent yes. like, like a minute. Trying to get Watkins yes. because the play clock's 40 seconds. But yeah, but still. Like 35 seconds trying to get the ball snapped to punt the dumb thing. Well, I mean, that's Mike McCarthy time clock management at its finest. So that that's Brutal. the figure. But yes, that also deserved a Shefty. And then whatever that last play was, I mean, what the heck? Zeke at center. I mean, the man, they're still trying to dig him out of the ground right now. And then got steamrolled. Dak just like throws it like he panics and throws it to the first guy who's open. It's Turpin and he gets demolished. Yeah. I mean, they don't even have a chance to lateral it. This is your season. What are you doing? Yeah. It was so Shefty. That for was that. one of the dumbest. Like, I don't know what would have happened if he could have lateral it the first time. That'd have been interesting to see, but just how it happened. That's going to be on YouTube clips from here to eternity. Oh, yeah. One of the worst plays ever in the NFL. I mean, at some point, we need to rank dumb plays in the NFL. That's got to be up there close to the butt fumble. Yeah. It's high. That, butt fumble that's worse. Butt fumble was like a goof on the part of the, yeah. the quarterback. This was just, that's on the OC. Yeah, this they is were, how it was ugh. written up. This yeah. is how it was written up. Um. Oh, oh. I think this is definitely worse than when the Colts tried this. You remember that one time that the mm -hmm. Colts tried this? Well, I don't yeah. remember if it was a pun or what it was, but an absolute disaster. So anyway, um, my other Shefty goes out to the Steelers for doing what we all expected, but certainly hoped that they wouldn't do, and that's keeping Matt Canada as their offensive coordinator. So unless Kenny Pickett is that guy and can overcome that, this is going to be another subpar offensive year for the Steelers. Whoop-de-doo. So. I, you can tell I'm real excited about this. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Good night. The man's name is Canada. Ship him there. All right. Who you got you for a shorty? love trash. <laughs> anyway. That song. We, we, we need to, at some point, maybe we need to, maybe we need to uh, include this in our shorties, but the best songs we've included is drops. Mm. There's that one. There's so the so hot one. Yeah. Um. I mean, obviously all the Christmas stuff. Yeah, we've got that, but that's you know, it's the bears still suck. Oh, I forgot about the bears still. That suck. That was a yeah, good one. True. Yeah. Of course, we can't forget the the you know the British music, but anyway, uh, we may have to include those three on there. So, all right, who do you got for a shorty? Uh, my shorty goes to the, actually the San Francisco and Dallas defenses. I mean, I could also give it to the Bengals for their absolute dominance of the Bills, but I'm going to give yeah. it to these two defenses. More specifically, the two defensive coordinators for San Francisco and Dallas because they're both about to get head coaching jobs somewhere. They should. Uh, yep. Dan Quinn is about to leave Dallas, and their defense is going to go downhill. And the man that we hashtag fire Dan Quinn. Yes, we did. We did. The man's of now it's hashtag hire dan quinn 
The question is, will it work out? That is the question in all of our minds. He's done enough. I, I, maybe he's had a resurgence. You know how you Did have he that, break uh, the 28 to three curse? That's the question. The real question is like, does he make a pit stop at Alabama real quick before his way there? Cause you know, you know how they rehabilitate coaches and they go to a different scene. They kind of get their mojo back and all of a sudden they're good. Yeah. I don't think so. I think he's proven that. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not Alabama, ready to be but, hired. Right. Maybe not Alabama. No, I think he goes is, straight to an NFL is, coaching. Job. My point is that, you know, this was his rehabilitation stop. He had to yes. go somewhere, get rehabilitation. And goes, Oh man, Dan Quinn's looking mighty nice. You know, it's like that that girl who she gets broken up with with a guy and then she goes out and uh, spends a bunch of money herself and gets pretty and all of a sudden goes out there and gets a uh, a new boyfriend for revenge. Like that's like that's the Dan Quinn situation right now. He went it's to Dallas, true. he got pretty, and now he's uh, everybody wants him again. It's true. It's true. Yeah, that the the San Francisco defense was impressive. I mean, they held Dallas under three hundred yards for the game. 17 pressures on Dak. Dak is not good under pressure. It showed. He threw two more picks. So, uh... Oh, well, do we need to wait? Yeah, do we need to wait till we wait. talk about it? Yeah, we'll wait. We'll wait. Let's finish this first. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, shorty? Yeah, I'm going to in just a second. Oh. I'm explaining yours because I really... I, I was going to give one to the San Francisco defense, but I let you do it. Um, Fred Warner. I don't know if you saw this play where Fred Warner, the linebacker, Ran with in coverage, CD Lamb yeah, up the middle of the field. Yeah. Ah, that was impressive. So kudos to them. Great, great job. And my shorty goes out to Travis Kelsey because apparently the Jaguars forgot that he was really good and decided to leave him out of their coverage plan. And the man caught my literally. There were 27 passes thrown in this game by Kansas City quarterbacks between Mahomes and Henny when he came in. 14 of them were caught by Travis Kelsey. For 27 completions, I should say. 14 for can 98 you, can and you 2. Really, can you really remember a more dominant tight end in your lifetime? I mean, I remember watching Antonio Gates, like, you know, consciously, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Gates. I knew he was. I remember watching him towards the end. I, I remember uh, Gonzalez, Tony Gonzalez, but I can't in my lifetime remember this dominant. Gronk. Gronk mm -hmm. is the only other one that comes to mind for me. Gronk would be close, but I, I Shockey don't. had some good years, I remember. Yeah. These, uh, those guys, like, to oh, me, Jimmy all Graham had... Had, had. Jimmy Graham had a blip. Yeah. But not like this. No, no, no. Just Gronk. It's literally Gronk and Kelsey are the only two yeah. that come to mind for me. It's just so dominant where he is the focal point every single game, and everybody knows that, and for the most part, nobody can stop him. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I don't, know, I don't know what it is because watching these games, it's like he's wide open. You know, this is Travis Kelsey. He's not a small man. It's not like nope. this is Tyreek Hill that you're missing on the field somewhere. And yet he is open and and just and in the end zone, in the red zone. That and the dude's just, old. He's like 32 years old. Yeah. Well, he's not slowing down. He's not. So shorty to Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs. I mean, how many people and probably we at least we at least I don't remember off the top of my head. We at least voiced some doubt for the Chiefs as far as what they were going to do without Tyreek Hill. Clearly, it hadn't hurt him. So, 
They don't need Tyreek Hill, and neither does Patrick Mahomes need two legs. But anyway, all right, Apparently let's not. talk about the rest of these games. We need to at least fill everybody in on how the Crimson Cowboys feeling. And also, oh, be a good, that's going to be a good part of this episode. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack here. There is. There is. there. We need a lot to unpack. Talk about these four games and then make some picks. Second and long. I forgot to ask you again. You don't happen to have headlines for these games either, do you? No, I, I stopped that after we were just uh, a... <laughs> That's I been retired. I mean, I can bring him back next week, but no, 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 no. I, I was just, I was just thinking about that. So, all right, well, let's start with the first one from Saturday afternoon. Kansas City wins twenty-seven to twenty over I Jacksonville. Like, I feel like the the story for the San Francisco would be Hemp Daddy can't even give a who. <laughs> He's got no who's left to give. No who's left to give. Yeah. Uh, Kansas City beats Jacksonville twenty-seven to twenty in. A game that kind of felt close at times. Yep, dude, I'm telling you, that's didn't I call that? I said it's gonna be closer than people think. I said, but the the Chiefs will pull it off because they're at home. Yeah, and, and I mean Jacksonville had a chance. They had the chances. This they was had Mahomes coming of age year. Yeah, the it, the youth definitely showed. Yep. Uh, the inexperience definitely showed. And I don't care what you um, say about Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson. One of my favorite QB coach combos in the league right now. It's hard so to argue two. against that. I mean, the, obviously Mahomes the, and... Uh, oh, Mahomes Reed. and Reed. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm personally have pretty big attachments to LaFleur and Rodgers, but I mean, that doesn't have that that uh, kind of mentor-mentee kind of... Right. There uh, definitely isn't a level... There's not a level of affection there. Right. So, I, no, the, I, I like these two. Yeah, I, I think good things are ahead of them, especially in that division. I mean, they're definitely got to be the favorites in that division going forward. The rest of the, the way the rest of those teams are set up. Um, I to me, what hap- what t- what turned this game around was when Mahomes goes out in the second quarter with the leg injury, which was nasty, by the way. That was a nasty ankle roll up. And, uh, they bring in Chad Henney. The Jaguars Ooh. have to stop them on that drive. They have to, right? Yep. And they can't. The, that the was when they Chiefs, lost the game. That's, that's, that's when they lost it. With Chad freaking who Henney. Yeah, exactly. I so mean, that was the difference in the game, clearly. And, you know, it was they, a little if they, dis- if they If they stopped them on that one before super drugged up, Mahomes comes back in. Uh, I mean, th- I think that game's completely different. Oh I mean, yeah, they got that that field goal late, which made it a seven point game. But still, I mean, they that was the Jaguars. Scary as it is, it's hard to believe that was the Jaguars game to lose at that point. And oh they yeah, they, well they were playing with house money. They had nothing to lose. And honestly, I thought it was going to be a little bit of a blowout early on because the way Mahomes looked at the beginning of that game. He was doing whatever he wanted with the ball. I mean, it was every play, it seemed like he was just making it up. Like he was in the backyard, just like he normally does, but in the backyard throwing the football with some friends where, you know, the line breaks down around him. He's just kind of scurrying out and tossing it this way and that way, no looking and and just moving it down the field on the Jaguars. 
and then he gets injured. And the question comes, you know, there's a little bit of collective breath holding at Arrowhead, but Henny comes in and leads him down that he might be playing next week. Oh, he's playing next week. I mean, he came back in that game and he wasn't as mobile and definitely didn't look as sharp, but I mean, he was still able to do enough. And I think that Mahomes plays loose the entire time. He, he, he plays loose. Like he's dangerous because he's so in the flow and playing loose and not tight and not freaking out that he's able to just do. And this is, we'll get to that game in just a minute, but that's the difference between him and Josh Allen. Yeah. Josh Allen was tight. Yep. Josh Allen's tight, and and he has been. That's the difference between the two. So, anyway, Kansas City, man, they look really good. They look really good right now, but the question is how Did you know they're actually underdogs to the the Bengals right now? And that doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me because as good as Kansas City looked, Cincinnati, you want to just go to that game? Let's just go to that game. Cincinnati looked better. And man, I'm telling I'm gonna be on the bills. totally transparent right now. At this point, right now, where we sit in the show, I don't know who I'm picking in either one of these games this weekend yet. I don't know. No either. idea. No, I, it is it is that close. And Cincinnati from the beginning of this game came out and just I don't like to throw dominated around. And it was 27 to 10. It was a 17 point mm, game. And I mean, but, it was but they dominated nothing. And then they scored a touchdown around me 14-7, and then it was just all pretty much still Bengals after that. And, I mean, the Bengals made it, what, 17-7, but it could have just as easily been 20, 21-7. Uh, that, you know, Jamar Chase just barely lost that ball as he came out of bounds. Um, Man, and, and the the issue for me, what what's the one thing that we have knocked on Cincinnati for the last two years? Lack of an offensive line. Exactly. They haven't been able to protect Burrow. They haven't been able to run the ball effectively. And going into this game, they were down three starting offensive linemen. They have three reserves playing on that line. That is not a recipe for success in the trenches. They owned both sides of the line. They They own the offensive line. They just, that Burrow barely, uh, he got hit a couple of times, but was barely under pressure. Joe Mixon and and Samaje P. Ryan yep. were both running. Especially late. When, when they needed yes. to take over the game late, Samaj yes. P. Ryan, didn't matter who was in there, they were doing whatever the heck they wanted. Yes, they were getting five, six yards a clip easy. Mm-hmm. And the offensive line, or the defensive line, excuse me, they were, I mean, Josh Allen was always under pressure always under pressure in this game and and that was the difference in the game and and i hate it for the bills but the bills stink the bills are the afc's packers from a couple of years ago they are forever they are a a great coach a great uh, quarterback and they're forever making early exits out of the playoffs and you're sitting there going what the heck exactly it is literally infuriating but that's where they are right now and i hate that for them just wasting years and years of greatness of a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Just wasted, what, wasted, wasted. What what is it? You know, you, you as a Packers fan, I'm 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 seriously, I'm curious. You know, you you've seen a team like this 
and I'm not asking you for the Packers, but just as someone who's who's observed this, what are they missing? What what is what's what's going to get them over the hump? I think consistency. I feel like they were very good in the season, but they just it's like this Man, obviously we know that that Josh Allen is a super competitive guy, but you didn't I don't feel like I saw that that fire, that that playing loose, that big throwing my big body around, getting in people's faces, kind of almost you like that Kirk Cousins style play that you normally see out of him. It's like the stage got to him. It's, you know, it's those teams that show up to big game. Well, that, that don't show up to big games a little bit. I mean, if it was the Packers, we would have exited in the, the second round. It's the Packers are terrible at going out there and taking a punch and punching back. It's like they got punched and we went, oh, <laughs> a little bit too with the Bills. They got punched yeah. and they went, ow, you know. Oh, Bills Mafia! We're you know it's we're playing in the Bills and it's snowing and it looks cool out here. Nah, they didn't have any of that yeah. toughness. It was all like manufactured. I, I just didn't really I, show you're up. right. You're right. I'm trying to figure out where it changed. Was it that loss to Minnesota? I mean, I feel like that was pretty early on in the year because last year in that divisional round against Kansas City, it was punch for punch. I mean, all the way down to the you end. Know, to be honest, they should have lost to the Dolphins. Yes, they should have. They shouldn't have even made it this far. No, I completely agree with you. And I don't know. Obviously, they had an incredibly emotional end of the season with the whole DeMar Hamlin situation. But if we're being honest, and we don't know how that game was going to play out, but Cincinnati came out and punched him in the mouth at the beginning of that game. Yep. And we don't know how that game was going to turn out. but They finished the job on on this one. Honestly, our opinion of the Bills this year is a little skewed because we didn't get that game. That game against the Bengals I'll in the regular season. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. That was yeah. a huge game because obviously the Bills at the beginning of the year were incredible. Let's be honest, you know, they, too. For how good we were, we, were, we were saying that the AFC East was, they really weren't. No. It was one of those things that we sat there and we saw all these teams up there over 500, but at the tail end of the season, where after they had actually played a bunch of other people in other divisions, they really weren't that good. No, they definitely started. The Patriots hot. weren't. I felt the Giants. The Patriots. I, honestly, the Dolphins the, weren't. The Dolphins no. went on a seven-game skid. The the there were a lot of teams this year who it was a tale of two halves of the season for them. As crazy as this year in the NFL was, as far as the way games played out, like individual games, just just wild. And and how you know teams, but like take the Jaguars for instance, abysmal first half, incredible second half of the season. Same thing with the Steelers. I mean, you had teams that in the first half they had terrible seasons, and you know for some teams like the Steelers took themselves out of playoff contention because it was so bad. But the second half of the season, if you put them, I mean, some of those teams like the Steelers beat playoff teams, teams that made the playoffs this year. And I'm that's not saying the Steelers, I'm not saying the Steelers you, deserve to be in the playoffs, 
But I feel like the way this season played off was just weird because you had these teams that tailed off towards the end of the season. And yet because they had great first half still made the playoffs and it just, it just is weird. That's all I can say. I think there's something about being a complete team in there. Yeah. Well, you, and, be and, good. And you it, can't shoot yourselves in the foot and then you can't shoot yourself. You can't shoot yourself at the beginning of the season or the end of the season. I agree. If you just don't shoot yourself in the foot, you'll be all right. That's why you see these wild cards come teams come in like the Packers when they won in 2010 yeah. or the, the Giants a couple times. The wild card teams come in and they win it all because they got good when they needed to be good. Yes. They struggled to find an identity. They finally found out who they were and then they became good. I'm going to argue even the, the Bengals this season. Oh, the Bengals. Definitely. They struggled the at the beginning definitely. of the season and they figured it out and now they're back to where they were, you know? Yeah, exactly. Oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. I mean, they lost. <laughs> This is the the Bengals lost to the Steelers in week one, and Joe Burrow threw four picks. They lost to the Steelers and Mitch Trubisky. That's how bad it was. But then it quickly turned around. So I think, too, that a lot of people were like, oh, this is the Bills' year because of the whole DeMar Hamlin thing. But eh, no. no, it's a very emotional I, thing. I get it. And they had a lot of sympathy going for him. But yeah. But. Know. I mean that 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 does not translate to play on the field. In fact, probably not. more often than not, it takes away from play on the field. Yep. I mean, Crabby I'm a Yankees fan. But, yep. I'm a Yankees fan. Nobody roots for the Yankees, but everybody was rooting for them in 2001 when they went to the World Series against the Diamondbacks after 9/11. Yep. Did we win? Nope. Yep. So doesn't always translate that way. All right. I I don't know as if we need to talk much about this other game. On Saturday, whatever happened in Philadelphia, you know, the you Eagles know had happened? a practice game. You know the Eagles happened? had a practice squad game. The Eagles line on defense and offense went out there and played a uh, shutout. Like they pitched a no hitter the entire game on the offensive side and the defensive side. They did whatever they wanted in the trenches. I thought that the Giants had a good defensive line. Nope, they nope. did not. They went out there and got punched in the mouth, and they went, "How?" And then and they just exactly rolled over again. Huh? <laughs> they just rolled over. Yeah, they completely rolled over. Like I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, good to know." And Danny well, Dimes it... threw his picks, which we knew was going to happen because he's still that guy. Okay. Well, he'd done such a good job all year of limiting that, and it was bound to catch up with him sooner rather than later. I mean, this dude has never even thrown for 30 touchdowns. The most touchdowns he's ever thrown for was like 24 his rookie season. And he's thrown for like 10, 15 uh, in, in the other seasons. It's abysmal. I mean, I well, get that Eli Manning didn't pick it up until he was like his fifth year or sixth year. And then he ended up going to the Pro Bowl three times and got two Super Bowls. So he was good enough. Daniel Jones just. He's not he's not even Eli Manning. <laughs> I mean, nobody said that Eli Manning was good, but Daniel Jones ain't uh, even Eli Manning. Yeah. Well, it, Daniel Eli Manning, while he had the name coming out of college, he also had the pedigree of being a good multi year college quarterback. Daniel Jones had one year at Duke. So I mean, 
I know I've I know I've stuck up it, for him, but I I can't say anything else in his defense. As the kids I'm, say, Daniel Jones don't got that dog in him. Yeah, that's it for sure. Doesn't. I'm sorry. So to to your point of the offensive line for the Eagles winning the day, 268 rushing yards oh. against the Giants on 44 they rushes. Did whatever they wanted. 44 rushes compared to 24 pass attempts. Uh, just, I mean, Kenneth Gainwell. Kenneth Gainwell. Who? Had 112 yards on the ground. Unbelievable. So, I mean, three rushing touchdowns for the Eagles. But they're going to be coming up against strength this Next weekend, this Sunday. I look forward to making our picks and talking about that. I I am too. So, uh, speaking of that strength. So, in the Sunday night game, Dallas and San Francisco. And San Francisco wins 19-12. to And uh, do we want to just, do we want to get the Crimson Cap? Do we want to give our opinion or give Trent's opinion first? Oh, let's check the mailbag. Uh, (laughs) Okay. You've got mail. At Hemp Daddy 12. <laughs> 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Rolling on the floor laughing emojis. <laughs> so he sat there. Either he hit that thing and he held it down for a good bit, or he hit him. He hit. He was. He was like going overdrive on smashing that thing. First of all, props to him for not mixing in another emoji in there. Because I feel like that's I would have true. That takes some finger control. That takes some finger control. Okay. So first of all, props <laughs> where props is deserved. All right, eighteen laughing, rolling on the floor emojis, crying. New year. Same at Dallas Cowboys. This is literally, all caps, the same game as last year, except more embarrassing. Time to draft a QB to put pressure on four. Number four being Dak Prescott. Still a diehard fan, dot, 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 dot. But every year, the playoff disappointment hurts a little more. See, and this is why I wish we had him here because, man, we need some clarity. Like, like. Does the Crimson Cowboy fan have doubts? Find out next. (laughs) Find out next week on the fourth and short. Well, let's find out if he has doubts. At Danny 12. Oh, and please fire McCarthy and promote DQ to hc dot 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 please at dallas cowboys wow oh and then kellen at hemp daddy 12 kellen moore can't even call a correct lateral a a correct (laughs) lateral prayer play dot 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 at panthers Please hire him. <laughs> laughing, <laughs> laughing emoji, laughing emoji, laughing emoji, crazy eye emoji, crazy eye emoji, screenshot 
of that awful setup to the last play with Zeke at center. <laughs> so if this wasn't bad enough, if this wasn't bad enough, he 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 felt so strongly about this that he posted this not only to his Twitter but also to his yeah. IG. But the IG had the real story. <laughs> posted, and now you know. He the rest posted of the a story. photo that has, like, you know, trade rumors saying Aaron Rodgers to Dallas to reunite with McCarthy. So now Trent is coming for my guy. True. Other way. My guy (laughs) right there, okay? That, number 12, Shem's coming for him, apparently, and now he wants Aaron Rodgers, the guy who he has routinely ridiculed. Now all of a sudden he wants him. So apparently... Do you blame him, though? Apparently, Trent is going through a bitter breakup with Dak Prescott. That's right. Which I said at the beginning of the season... I said, I would just keep Cooper rushing. Look at how great he's doing. Did I not say that? You did. I said there was no difference between Cooper Rush and Dak Prescott. And I was right again. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I mean, right. like I see it. Well, it's 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 becoming it's becoming comedy at this point. Like it's just over and over again, same thing, no difference. Um, and what's sad running, is, I think I think Trent's just run out of excuses for Dak. Like I, I need you him have here to at some your, point. I need him here to, to to hear where he's at. But just reading the stuff he's written, it sounds like he is over Dak Prescott. He has lost all confidence in Dak Prescott. He's ready to move on. Well, I give you permission to interpret it any way that you need to. Oh, thank you. Um, Appreciate that. I I almost thought at the beginning of this game that we were going to have to just give out a collective shefty to Brett Maher again after he yeah. got another extra point. This time it was blocked, but I don't think it was going to be good anyway. It was not. It was like it was going to be bad. So he redeemed himself and came back and, and hit two field goals. But um. I mean, Dallas came out in this game, got stops on defense. Like you said, their defense was good. Um, and they they scored the first touchdown. And yet, when it mattered most, they just crumbled in, in the second half. And it was hard to imagine that the San Francisco defense wasn't going to wear them down and eventually impose their will. Um, same thing on offense. It was hard to imagine that with Shanahan and the weapons that they have on offense that they were going to be able to at least do enough to be able to make this, um, you know, the kind of game they only scored one touchdown. Um, and, and, you know, Brock Purdy, I, I don't know what's going to happen with Brock Purdy and the 49ers. Um, yeah, I think that if situation, I think if they win and go to the Super Bowl, he's got to be the QB the going forward. Yeah, and they've got to trade Trey Lance. Uh, I think so. Why? You think you get more I, value on him right now? No, because I, I think you get more value. Jimmy G's already gone. Okay, correct. Jimmy G's not coming back. 
Trey Lance, you still have him under contract. Right. You think you know what you got with Brock, but you're not 100% sure. So I would still keep Trey Lance one more year just in case because I still got him on contract. I mean, why the heck not? And then I would uh, – he's both cheap. They're both, both those quarterbacks are cheap. So I just keep, keep the two cheap quarterbacks and then see what happens with Brock for one more year. Man, it's, it's crazy what Shanahan is able to do with okay. Like, like we're not talking about no. elite quarterbacks by any means. With with Garoppolo and I think and you would do worse Purdy. with elite quarterbacks. I, you the you Shan- might be the right. Shanahan magic is in his system. His system I just agree. plain old works. Yeah, he just needs somebody who's going to go out there and do what they're told. Because Shanahan is the smartest guy in the field. If you bring in some elite quarterback who thinks he's smarter, I don't think it's going to work. You you could be absolutely be right, and that's why that's why I think what I was going to say about Brock Purdy, he didn't look like he was not spectacular. But the most important thing that he had to do going into this game, and he did it, was not lose it. Was not make the mistake that lost the game. And there were a couple of times where he got away with it a little bit. You know it what? It was though? questionable. If old hat at Hemp Daddy 12 gets number 12 from the Green Bay Packers, I'd be very interested to see what happens with Jordan Love. A full year. Because Matt LaFleur also has a very good system. Mm-hmm. Rodgers improvises a lot. Sure. You know, yes, he's he's phenomenal. He has the ability to do that. I wonder just what a straight Matt LaFleur offense would look like. Like, don't improvise. Just do what I tell you. Like, I wonder what would happen. Well, you may find out sooner rather than later. But uh, so anyway, we've also, already talked. You see the meme of... Uh, McCarthy pushing the camera out of his face. No. Have you seen this thing? Oh, it's pretty good. You should look it up. I, I will have to look it up. No, well, we've talked it. ad nauseum about the end of that game. We gave out plenty of shefties for it. I don't think we need to relive it at all. So I think it is time to make some picks. Are you ready for this, Matt? Yes, let's make picks. Third and three. All right, before we make picks for this game, uh, and we'll get Trent's later and post them. Um, we don't have them yet. He's still in mourning. Morning. But anyway, uh, update on where we are. So last week, you guys both went three and one. Your incorrect pick being Buffalo. I, of course, went two and two. So that brings our standings right now. I am six and four in the playoffs. You guys are seven and two. So I am not having a stellar playoff. Uh, but, you know, it's the regular season that counts, right? At least that's what both of us are telling us ourselves from our teams. <laughs> yep. So, all right. Uh, you want to go first? You want me to go first? I'm going to uh, let you go first. I w- okay. I was say, I thought I went first last time, but I mean, I'll take Did you? Uh, yeah, I suppose it doesn't matter. All right. So I am going to take Cincinnati over Kansas City. Okay. Here's why. I think I'm not, that look, Patrick. I have I'm, no I'm, problem with you doing this. No, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna justify. I'm gonna justify why though. Okay, We've gotta have a reason we do these things. We're not Josh okay. Dyer. We don't just spit. Stuff out there. <laughs> uh, the reason why is because Mahomes did get injured. I think that's mm-hmm. not nothing. Okay. Right. That's something. And Cincinnati has had 
Kansas City's number for a long time now. They've won, I think, four games in a row against Kansas City. Uh-huh. They've got their number. I think that translates on Saturday, especially with uh, the Bengals riding a little bit of a high right now. I'm just going with the hot hand and then the injury to Mahomes and the fact that they've had their number anyway. So give me Ken- or Cincinnati. Yeah. I am so torn. Like I could, I can justify. There's no wrong answer. There's no, no answer. that's the thing. Like I can justify both of these teams. Um, and, and I absolutely could see, oh my goodness. Part of me wants to pick opposite of you to win this thing, but at the same time, I kind of want to just be right. So man, I, I gotta go Cincinnati. Right. And this is this is the ultimate me saying that I was wrong at the beginning of this year. I mean, I, I again, it's the theme of this episode. I'm just tasting, I'm just eating crow. It tastes right. horrible, but at the yeah. same time, I, I have to admit when I'm wrong. I'll and... give you a warning right now. If Cincinnati wins this game, I'm posting that reel to the Instagram story just so everybody can and and, and I me. and so you should, so you should. Like I told. Look, I told several people, and I'm going to just go on record and saying this. I I was not looking forward to tonight. First of all, you've been very gracious. I just want to thank you for that. This could have yes, been a lot of course, worse. Of course. <laughs> I know a lot what a great worse. I am. But, but I definitely knew I was going to have to come on here and eat some crow for a lot of things. Um, I mean, I, I, I haven't had to eat crow about my takes on the Packers, but anyway. Um, so I'm going to go with Cincinnati. I'm going to go with why, Cincinnati. Why are All right. You the way that you are. <laughs> anyway. All right. Um, all right. Then the other one, another one could go either way. So who you got San Francisco or Philadelphia, Philadelphia. Here's hey. why. As noted just a second ago, Brock Purdy got away with a few. Yes. He's getting away with a few against defenses that aren't as good. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, the Eagles have the number two defense and this the And the, the San Francisco number is number one. one. Yeah. He's not gonna get away with those mistakes. Just isn't. There's gonna come a point in this game where Brock Purdy has to make the play, and Brock Purdy's not gonna make the play. Give me her And I I totally understand where you're coming from with that. But I think the same is true. On the other side of the ball. And I have more faith I, in Hurts than Purdy. And and I and I would agree with you. I would agree with you, but I think the same is true on the other side of the ball. And I think where where Hurts and obviously the Eagles were able to destroy the Giants and where they're at their strongest is when they're able to run the ball. I think that. San Francisco knows that they are going to take that away. And the rest of their defense is strong enough to take away the passing game. And so I'm going to go San Francisco and we're going to have an old timey Super Bowl rematch in Cincinnati and San Francisco. We will get the Crimson Cowboys picks and include that later. Win the Super Bowl right now. Who do I want to win the Super Bowl? It's San Francisco. Really? I do not. I like, don't get me wrong. I don't dislike them. Yeah. I kind of pulling for Purdy, but I was still Cincinnati first. 
Philadelphia second, uh, KC third, and no, KC second, KC second, Philly third, San Francisco fourth. Yeah, see, I I I would go San Francisco first, Kansas City second, Philadelphia third, and Cincinnati that. last. Yeah, what? They're your, they're your division. I yeah, no, and, and I, it's true. I mean, I I have to I have to stick with that. I can't I can't go with anybody else. I mean, I I don't I cannot see Cincinnati win a Super Bowl before the Steelers win another one. It just cannot happen. It's same thing with Philadelphia. It just I I don't want to see that. So I mean, that's just my heart talking here. All right, let's see how you as the fans did. You as the fans were five and one last week. Uh, I'm excuse me. You were four and two last week because uh, no, you were five and one because you took Dallas. We gave you Dallas in that game. Uh, so where did you fall this week, fans? See Kansas City, Jacksonville. You took Kansas City. All right, so yeah, you're one and zero. You're Philadelphia and New York. So you were 2-0. Uh, you took Buffalo by a healthy margin, too. Well, 85% of you took Buffalo over Cincinnati. Suck. Yeah. The few of you that took Cincinnati, hats off to you. Kudos to you. The, the three of you that took Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> so well done. Well done on that. And then... Man, three uh, three and one this week for you, the fans. That also that keeps you tied with Trent and Matt at seven and two. So well done, well done for you. And uh, we'll uh, we'll see how you do this next week. So, excuse me, eight and two. You're you're eight and two along with Trent and Matt. So I can pick up that leaves us game only... on you, or you can pick up a game on me here. Yes, yeah. I honestly. I thought about before before the Cincinnati Buffalo game started. Obviously, middle of it, I really wanted to, but before it started, I thought about texting you guys and asking if I could change my pick. Mm. I don't know if you would have let me or not. No, would not have. I didn't think you probably would have, and I would have been very sad. But I just wanted to go on record, whether anybody believes me or not. I really did want to change to Cincinnati before that game. But anyway, all right, one more thing to do here before we close it out. Fourth and short. All right. Touchdown draft is getting a little interesting here. We had six players taken this week in the touchdown draft. Only one of them hit. I'll give you a guess on who that was. And yes, it was Travis Kelsey. Thank you. Ding, 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 ding. Travis Kelsey again coming through for me with two touchdowns this weekend. That is six touchdowns the man has scored for me this year. Mm. <laughs> Unbelievable. Time. Uh, nobody else scored. Kittle did not score for me. Debo and McKinnon did not score for you, Matt. And Brown and Ayuk. Uh, Trent took AJ Brown and Brandon Ayuk after the fact, and neither one of them scored for him. So I get to lead it off this week, and I am going with Jalen Hurts to lead it off. Okay. For and and that's unusual because I said that the 49ers were going to be able to stop them from scoring, but I think that Jalen. The chances of him getting into the end zone are are high rushing a rushing the ball. There were a couple of times early in that game yesterday when they were playing man coverage where Dak was able to run the ball. So all right, who do you got for your two picks? 
I think I'm just gonna keep it simple, stupid. I'll just go with uh, Joe Mixon and Kenneth Gainwell. All right, we got Mixon and Gainwell. And I am going to go... Oh, man, see, this is hard. We have pretty much wiped out San Francisco at this point. Like, yes. we took Debo, Ayuk, Kittle. I mean, I, su I suppose somebody could take Mitchell. He's completely wiped out. Um, Mitchell may not be a bad one because uh, Christian McCaffrey is hurt. That is true. It is the Eagles. I don't really want to take another Eagles player because I don't know how much scoring is going to happen in that game. It's going to be really interesting of who we're going to take next week. Or who we take who we take for the Super Bowl. That's that's going to be extremely limited. Like we for all of our sakes, we better hope that it's the Eagles that make it because this is about the only team that's going to be left that have players we could pick. Um, I'm going to go. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with T Higgins. It's not a bad one. Did, we already took we already took Chase. Who took Chase? You yeah, Jamar Chase. I took yep. Chase first. Yeah. Higgins is yeah. Good. Picked the wrong week to take him. He scored two yesterday. Yeah, I know. Um, or Saturday. Like yeah, I guess it was yesterday. Yeah. So so I'm gonna go with Jalen Hurts. I'm gonna go with T Higgins. We'll find out who Trent is picking to clean up. And then that's going to leave us with not a whole lot of options going into the Super Bowl. We may just each have to take like one for that one or something like that. Do double points for touchdowns. I don't know. We'll figure it out. So, all right. Well, and and standings for that. Matt still has four just because of his double dose in week one. Uh, I have three. Trent has two. So we'll see how it all shakes up. All right. That's going to do it for us this week divisional round next week it is championship week you ready for this man championship week yes and i want all you listeners to not forget that jason loves trash it's true it's true i do love trash but hey at least all three of us now can enjoy the rest of the playoffs on the couch Peace out, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of the 4th and Short Podcast. Join the conversation and follow us on Instagram at 4th and Short Podcast. Time to go back into hiding. Protection names can be Mike White. Jeff Wilson. <laughs>